Welcome to episode 52 of our Weekends Booked. I'm Brielle. And I'm Kate. And this is a special episode today. It's our 52nd episode, which means we have been on the air for 52 weeks, marking our one-year anniversary. This is also the end to season one. And this is just going to be a special episode, just some book talk between two book lovers. Isn't it crazy that we've been doing this for a year already? Yeah, like, I think it's so cool because this just started out as something that we talked about and we didn't really think that we would ever do it. And then one weekend, it was actually after vacation, not this past year, but the year before. And we were like, let's just try it out. And we did. And we have fun doing it. We always call it our therapy session because, I mean, obviously, if you guys know us by now, we're like obsessed with reading. So we're doing what we love, right? Like we we work all day, we work real jobs, we Monday nights we record and just talk about books. I wish this was my real job. <laughs> I know I really do get jealous when I see people and the only thing they do is like read or like editors or even like proofers. I, I would love that. I don't know how I don't know what the money is, like if it if it's better than what I make now, probably not, but I don't know, it would just be cool. You know money's not everything. It would be worth it. No, I like I like money. <laughs> I mean, everybody likes money, but, you know, I mean, we talk about this all the time, but, I mean, even the change that I made kind of in the parallel to where, what I was doing before and doing now, you know, you make less money, but my life is so much better. So, you know, I guess it just depends. But at that but point, money, money buys those books, though. Yo, but I was just about to say, them books that we buy, like, if that's your job, do those become a tax write-off? Oh, I don't know. We'll have to look into that. <laughs> yeah, I need to know about this now. So we just wrapped up spooky season. And I guess next week when we start season two, you know, we'll talk about, like, what, we, what we've been reading. So we, we won't, like, mention that yet. But... There is a lot going on in the book world right now. Like, releases are coming out that we're super excited about. Um, there's also a couple couple things that I've seen recently that I wasn't aware of. Um, one of them is this fanfic that I guess has been published. And it's called Manacled. I guess that's how you pronounce it. I actually meant to text you today. I saw another review on TikTok about that. People love that book. Like, it has great reviews. Yes. So, I was kind of confused about how you get it because it is fanfic. It's actually in the Harry Potter universe. Um, I think it's basically about Draco and Hermione. And I think, I don't know if in this world they were enemies and now they're lovers. I'm not sure. I know that Harry Potter's dead. But um, I saw a girl on Instagram. Her Instagram is actually Jet's Bookstagram. And it's like at J-E-T-T-E-S-O-A-R-S for the like the, the number four books. So check her out. Um, but she actually sent me a link to download the whole thing. And I think it's pretty hefty. It's like 800 and some pages. But it's, like, supposed to be, like, super dark. Like, it comes with, like, mega trigger warnings. So I got chapter one, but then the way that she sent me, like, the link, 
I think I can get the whole thing and read it on the Kindle. So, I mean, I don't know if I can. That's that's a, that's a lot of pages. So I, it might be something that I just kind of do in between, like our normal reading schedule. Yeah, well, I definitely don't read it. So you need to send me that link. I will. I will. And when you texted me about that yesterday, I remembered seeing a girl on TikTok who actually printed it out and binded it herself, and it was beautiful. Oh wow. Which, like, I wish I had those skills, but I do not. Yeah, I wish I had the ink to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, like, there's got, well, there's got to be a special kind of printer or, like, paper or something that you have to use. Yeah, that's true. Um, So, along the lines of fanfic, Kate and I found, and we almost weren't ever going to mention this, but since this is a special episode, let's just go ahead and get it out there. Back at the end of September, I was at Kate's house in Georgia for the weekend. It was her sister's baby shower. And we were supposed to be getting ready, and we weren't. Um, because we found on TikTok this book called Roughing the Princess. And oh my god, I can't. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> And, you know, us being us, we we bought it. At the time, you could buy it on Amazon. So we bought it. It was like 106 pages. And it, I, I'm going to say this, it was loosely based. That's complete crap because it was about the new relationship at that point of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. That book and, was so disgusting. <laughs> it was absolutely horrendous but we sat there we were late to the baby shower because we were reading it I mean I literally was like okay I saw it on TikTok a girl that I love her videos and like her opinions of book it seems like we have very similar taste and she was just like trashing this book and I was like oh my gosh is it like that bad so of course you know we had to get it because we had to see for ourselves because you know glutton for punishment over here and like, I think they said it was written in, like, three days, right? And then she published it herself. And this is, like, a very well-known author that has a pretty big following. And I was shocked at, A, the grammatical errors in the book were insane. B, loosely based my ass. It was, like, 100% real life from... It, there was even, like, quotes from, like, Jason and Travis's podcast and, like, yeah. media stuff. And, and the way that she depicted them as characters, like, she made it seem like Travis was this creepy stalker and that mother was a slut. And I don't like <laughs> No, I don't like that either. You know, I'm I'm a Swifty, like, to the core. I did not like that. Like, we, we made a TikTok about it. And so, like, by Tuesday, though, so, like, we found it on Saturday. By Tuesday, it, like, was completely wiped off the internet. Which yeah, is crazy. She probably, got, she probably got a cease and desist. Yeah, she definitely did. And <laughs> if anybody had, like, had the chance to read it, because I know, like, a lot of people read it. We were even, like, doing, like, the calculations on, because what, we paid, like, was it three ninety nine or something for it? I don't even think it was that much. I think it was, like, $2. Okay, so whatever we paid for it, and we saw, like, it was on Goodreads. And people were, like, making the reviews. All the reviews were, like, one-star reviews. But, like, just the amount of money that she made on that. 
like is crazy to me because she claims that she came up with the idea on like a Sunday and by Wednesday she had it published with, you know, in saying that the editorial part of it, I can definitely see that that was true because like she just wrote that and published it basically. I mean, if you're going to write a fan quote unquote fanfic book that involves Taylor Swift, you better come correct because you, you just can't be saying whatever. And the the smutty scenes in that book were a bit too much for me. They gave me the ick and I didn't like it. Yes, At- definite, definitely the ick. At first, when I first saw it, like, and I didn't read, like, the description and everything, I thought, okay, maybe this is, like, a sweet, like, you know, a sweet tale of, like, how they met and how, like, he was, like, kind of, like, obsessed with her a little bit and, you know, and she gave him a chance. No, it was not like that. Like Kate said, this book made him, Travis Kelsey, look like a stalker. And I'm so glad that whoever did it, I'm guessing that it was probably like one of their, one of the two of their like um, parties, you know, pulled it off the internet because please don't trash them. Like I'm not Travis Kelsey football player fan, but he seems like a decent human. Yeah. I just didn't like that. Do you know what's crazy though? Is there is people that gave that book five stars. Yeah. Sickos. This, and this is also the thing. If you're going to write a smutty novel off of two very famous people who, you know, love Travis Kelsey up in here, but Taylor Swift has a way more, you know, huge fan base than he does. And if you're going to put out something like that, then you need to be careful about how you portray it to people because it's not going to be accepted well. Especially the way she did it. Like, it's one thing to write, quote unquote, fanfic, but that wasn't fanfic. So you're basically writing a pornographic book about two real people, and it's just gross. Yeah, it was gross. So, you know, we can't we can't even tell you where to get it, but we don't recommend it. That is that is one thing that I can say we do not recommend it. So speaking, we'll just keep going with the since we're talking about this fanfic stuff. When it comes to fanfic, because I know, like, I don't have a lot of experience with reading fanfic stuff, but I know you said, like, you've read stuff before. When you're reading fanfic, like, what do people look for in that? Like, I don't even know. So, to me, fanfic is, like, either you've read a book, the book's ended, and then, like, okay, you can't get enough, you can't stop thinking about it, so then you create, like, a continuation of what's already happened. That's like literary fanfic, right? The characters have already been created for you, but here's what happened next. And it's literally like whatever you want it to be, you know? Um, Like take, for example, we are obsessed with Game of Thrones. So Game of Thrones, or game, not Game of Thrones, Throne of Glass, sorry. We're obsessed with Throne of Glass. So it's over right now. We don't know if there'll be more. There might be. We don't know. But people have come up with theories like, okay, Rowan and, um, God, why can't I think of what her name is? Aylin. <laughs> Rowan and Aylin, they had kids. So these are their kids. And then possibly, like, these are their kids' stories. Like, that's fanfic to me. Yeah, but, like, what... 
So I know I get the concept of it, but like when you're reading fanfic, like you personally, what do you look for in that? Like, do you? Oh, want it's it? it's just no. It's just supposed to be for fun. Like it's just fun. You know, it's whatever. It's just things that you wished were written about, or you know, it's like your it's fan fiction. It's your fantasy about the fiction that you read. So it can be anything that you want. But in most cases, it doesn't get published. There's websites for that kind of writing. Can you imagine that manacle book? Like someone sitting there and basically writing a whole entire new series. Like, I mean, if it is that good, I wish that someone would somehow let it be published. I mean, I don't think that the author of Harry Potter would be down with that. But, you know, maybe. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Not not from the descriptions that I've seen. I don't think J.K. Rawlings is is gonna let that happen. I'm I'm surprised that it got this far, but I guess because it hasn't been like officially published, it's okay. Oh, that's true because that Taylor's the the Ruffing the Princess book we were talking about that she published that it was available for purchase yeah. on Amazon. Yes, yes, and like this. Okay, so the author that manacled is it's like Sinly Sinlin Yu. It's all, like all one word. I don't think that she or he, I'm not sure, is making like any kind of profit from that. No, that's true. So I that's, mean, that's the difference. Yeah, that would make sense. I just, it would be nice if we could get that book like printed, like a printed copy because 800 and something pages on Kindle ain't no joke. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> that was like when we went on vacation and I refused to bring my hardcover throne of glass book so i was reading them on the kindle like it's a lot like you're like oh my god i feel like i'm not even putting a dent in it but do you so you read on both like do you do you still prefer the physical copies a hundred percent okay so you just kind of do it for convenience so you're not like lugging around a 800 page book yeah and like if i'm you know, I like to read, like, I always get to work super early because I'm a crazy person and I don't want to sit in traffic. So I'd rather sit and drink my coffee in my car for 45 minutes before I got to go inside. So I always bring my book with me. And like, if it's a nice book that I don't want to get ruined, I won't bring it with me. I'll do it on, on my Kindle. But what I recently just discovered, and I think I told you about this, was if there's a book on the Libby app, the library app that we use to get audiobooks, that you can actually download them onto your Kindle. Yeah, you're just, like, downloading the whole thing, right? And you can yeah. just, it's just where you just, read it at. Yeah, and here's my stupid self paying for the ebooks and the regular books. Yeah, that's why I kind of brought up, like, Kindle Unlimited to you. Because you do do that. You buy the physical book and then you pay for the Kindle book as well. But you can, like, just rent it from Kindle Unlimited. Yeah, but here's the thing. So I don't do it with every book. Just... You know, those bigger books. And also, that Throne of Glass series that we got, I somehow, I ordered paperback of the whole set. And I wanted the original jackets, not those new ones like you have. And you were here when I got in the mail, and somehow they sent me a hardcover set. And I'm probably never going to be able to get my hands on that again. Like, I don't want, you know what I mean? Because, like, they're not really printing them anymore, so they're really expensive. So I don't want to ruin them. Yeah, no, in in that situation, that, that was a good idea. But, like, for for some of the books that we read, especially, like, if we're not sure if we're going to continue the series or if we really like it, I don't know. Like, that Kindle Unlimited just makes sense to me. 
I just don't like, okay, this is the thing. So we don't DNF books, but let's just pretend like we do for a minute. Okay. Okay. You can only rent so many books per month and then you're cut off. And then what do you do? It's 20 though. It's 20 books. A and month. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I can see, I guess it does have its like pros and cons, just like everything else. Um, I had been thinking about it. I'm still like up in the air. I don't have a Kindle like reader. I have an iPad, which you can, you know, it's the same thing. Like, I, I don't think I need to like buy a whole Kindle when I could just read it on the iPad. Cause the only thing I really use the iPad for is like to watch movies in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, your dad gave me my Kindle. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have one. And I do. It's super convenient for me, especially, you know, we when we when we go up to on our vacation in September, like we drive and that's like a 16 hour drive and I can read in the car. But for some reason, like I have an easier time reading my Kindle than physical books. I mean, I can do both. But, you know, if if we're driving through the night, it's so much more convenient to have my Kindle. Yeah. Yeah, no, that I, I completely agree with you. I was just curious, you know, if you were still like a physical book girly. 100%. You know, I need to have every book I ever read like a little trophy, like a serial killer. <laughs> now, over this past year, I will say that we did get into audiobooks a lot more. We did, especially, you know, I mean, because I think this was the first year that I actually used that Libby app. Yeah, I, I love that app. That's great. Like that. You know, you're supporting your local library and then, you know, you can just take it anywhere with you. You can put it on your your phone or on your iPad or like you said, you can actually download it and read them on your Kindle. So it's a great app. Yeah, I love it. And I think that it gave us an opportunity to maybe read some books that we wouldn't purchase the physical books of, but we were interested in reading. Yeah, yeah, because we did do a lot of books and we didn't do the same ones now we, of course we did some of them the same like if you would read one or or listen to one or I would listen to one I was like oh my gosh you have to listen to this but it kind of just gave us like a break from what we were both reading and you know we could discover different art like different authors or different genres I mean I think <laughs> This is, you know, I'm a huge Holly Black fan, so are you. And I never read the Spiderwick Chronicles when I was younger. So I actually listened to like the first, I might have actually finished it, but I listened to at least the first four books on audiobook. And they're pretty short. They're like a couple hours. But it was interesting. You know, they're definitely geared towards younger readers. But yeah. the story was still something that you could get like enthralled in. And so it was just something, sometimes when I drive to work, especially you know, I drive into Atlanta and especially on the way home, if I don't leave the city before 3.30, forget about it. it takes me freaking three hours to get home. You know, you can only listen to the same songs on the radio so many times. And, you know, sometimes when you get off work, you don't feel like talking to anybody. Yeah, no, I understand that. So it's kind of perfect for like you're traveling to and from work. And yeah. I mean, there was there was a lot of books on there that now, of course, on the Libby app, you're fighting with how many other people, you know, for the, the copy, like the, the library that I use is like very small. So there can be anywhere from like six to 26 people in line for the one copy that they have. So you have to put stuff on hold and kind of wait. But 
I, I always feel like that, like the waiting makes me look for other things because they do like kind of give you suggestions and then you like come across things that you would have never looked at otherwise. Yeah, that's true. I think that's how we found um, anatomy. It which, was. You found that. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, and like we loved that book. We had never heard of Dana Schwartz, who's the author. Um, I'm actually reading Immortality right now, which is like this, or listening, sorry, listening to Immortality right now, which is the second one. Do not that return series. that when you're done. <laughs> okay, I won't, I won't. <laughs> because we had to wait like a year just to get it. If you return it, I'll have to wait another yeah but I but I got like a lot of things that I might be interested in that you're not from that app and you know audiobook was just the the best way to you know to get it to get it read or get it listened to I guess because audiobooks count towards your your TBR goal oh my gosh of course they do I know that's like a huge debate in the book world but they do just like when people read four pages in a book and count it as a read even though they DNF'd it yeah yeah, that doesn't count to me, but audiobooks <laughs> do. I feel like if you were to take a quiz on the book, so like if you've listened to it or you read it yourself, like you should be able to take a quiz on it and like get some of the answers right, right? Well, and look at it this way. So my grandma is an avid reader as well. And as she's gotten a little bit older, her eyesight's not as good. So she can't read physical books anymore. So audiobooks is how she gets to read. So yeah. I, I, I definitely count it. And, you know, I love that she does that because I'll call her and be like, I talk to her every day and I'll be like, grandma, you got to add another book to your list. And she has like a never ending list. And of course on the Libby app, some books you have to wait like 45 years for before you ever get <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there are other like audiobook apps, but you have to pay for those. And Libby is like, you know, completely free with like your library membership, which what is that like $5 a year or whatever it is. Something like that. And like you said, yeah. you're supporting your local community. So yeah. I think it's a win-win for everybody. Yes. So what else you got for us? So I saw something today, actually, just shortly before I got on here, that Fourth Wing is being turned into a TV series. What? Yeah. I Rebecca Yaros made a post about it today on, like, Amazon MGM Studios or whatever. That's mm -hmm. owned by, I think, I think it said Michael B. Jordan's. So it, it, apparently she's been like sitting on this news for a little while and we are getting a series, which I have already seen some TikToks that people are not all about it. Mm. Why? Because of like the characters? I think, I think so. Okay. So that's an interesting point that you made because... We have been waiting how long for Akatar to be made into a series because we were told that SJM had a contract with Hulu and that it was going to, you know, be made into a series. And one of the biggest things was like, who is going to play these characters? And I was having like an interesting discussion with Logan. She's been on this podcast before and it was um, Logan and her friend Peyton and they were talking about how they would rather see not, like, actual, like, human actors and actresses, but, like, the digital art. Like, somebody make, you know, that digital art that you see, like, all over Instagram and bring that to the screen instead. And I thought that that was just, like, 
very interesting. And I think I would actually be more pleased with that than actual characters. I could get behind that. But let's be honest. It's been 84 years since we've heard that Akatar is going to be made into a series. So my, if I held my breath, I, you know, I wouldn't be here anymore waiting. Well, yeah, but now, but okay. So now it's going to be fourth wing. So like, who is going to play Zayden? Who? Please I don't know. Me. I don't know. I got to think about that one. Who? Henry Cavill. He plays. Yo, he, he plays Henry. <laughs> Get out of my head. Get out of my head. But, like, he plays everybody. He's going to be resand, and, you know, like, come on. Like, he he you know was what? really, he was when good someone... as the Witcher. He was good as the Witcher. And when... then they replaced him with, uh, what's his name, Liam Helmsworth. And I stopped watching that show. But, like, no. It, I think that when you have a role like that, and then you place a character in it, like, they're forever remembered as that character. And it, like, ruins them for any other role that they they play. So like that digital art thing, that's great because these are just, they're just, you know, drawings. Well, and, and the thing about the digital art, there's a couple girls that we follow on Instagram and they look like portraits, like realistic. Yeah. And, you know, I love a good animation for adults. So I would 100% back that idea. But I get what you're saying about the actors. I mean, I love Henry, but you're right. Like he is in like everything. Just, yeah. he's in everything because he's an amazing actor so let's you know I'm at least going to give him that but you're right there's not very many male characters I think of that I would be like happy with playing those characters there is a guy on TikTok that I follow who is I don't think he's obviously not famous because you know he's I don't think he's in any movies or anything he, he may just be like be getting into acting he's incredible like when he puts on different characters, I would back that guy to be resand to have his career like bust wide open in a New York minute. <laughs> oh, you'll have, to, you'll have to send me like his, um, you know, his profile so I can check it out. I know. I wish I remembered it right now because I would totally plug it so everybody could go check him out. But I can't remember <laughs> what the name is. So I'll have to look at it. But I mean, I think he's great. And he even does like the purple eyes. Like he just does it all. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. So I but, think that, that would be cool. Yeah, like, give that, that's, a chance. That's cool that I didn't, I haven't heard that at all, but I guess it makes sense. You know, she kind of like let, let, let that slip. And then, cause Iron Flame comes out like what on November 8th. Yeah. That's the other thing, right? So fourth one was good. We really liked it. So I can see that being a, a TV series, but what if book two comes out and it's like, wah, 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 and it's not good. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's why you do, you know, just one season at a time to see how everybody reacts. Now, you you can't tell me, okay, it doesn't matter even if it's not good. There are some readers out there that are going to, like, die on that hill. And you know the readers that I'm talking about. They will swear up and down that a book is, like, the best book they ever read. And I'm just like, did, did we read the same book? Because I don't think we read the same book. Well, I think that that just goes back to taste, you know, because there are some books that we have been super hyped about because it's been so hyped up online, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, whatever, even Goodreads, like it's got raving reviews and then we'll read it. And I'm like, that was trash. Case in point where the call dogs sing. I will die on that hill. I, will. I know. I know that that book was so hard to get through. We and we've mentioned that so many times throughout this season, but 
it, it just, it was just not good to me. So we've both pretty much gotten to our goal of where we want it to be as far as reading this year. Do you have like one book in mind or trope that has like stuck out to you that you've kind of fallen in love with this year? Besides throwing uh, a glass, take throwing a glass out. <laughs> well, like as far as tropes go, I guess I'm just like kind of old school and I just really like enemies to lovers. I do too. You, you know, and I, it doesn't have to be like, I hate you. I hope you're dead. Just like, you know, that first impression, like, oh, you kind of gave me the ick when we first met, but now I'm getting to know you and oh my gosh, now I'm falling in love with you. Like, I like that. It's like a pumpkin spice latte. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I would have to say that that's probably my favorite. Um, I I don't like the the age gap ones, and thank goodness, like we haven't read a lot of those. But what, what are you talking about? Every single fantasy book we read is the age gap. Like I'm a 480 year old fae male, and you're 20. Come no, 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 no. I'm not talking about like the fae though. You're talking and, about like not fantasy. Well, still not fiction. Not, yeah, not fantasy, but, like, I, I don't even, like, we haven't read a book like this because when I see it, like, advertised, you know, like, a lot of books now, when the authors, especially if they're new authors, they, like, put their, the cover of their book up and they have, like, all the tropes listed and, and, like, as soon as I see that, like, age gap, I'm, like, next, swipe right, because I, I am... Not going to read that. No, thank you. That's gross. No, thank you. I mean, I guess it depends on the age gap because. No, I'm not talking about like, you know, 20, even 20 years. Like, no, like, no. <laughs> I just. I, mean, I, I get that. No, I, I can. I can see that. I can see that. You know, like, I mean, there's there's certain things, especially like depending okay if it's like an 18 year old and they're trying to date like a 50 year old no thank oh. you that's no now if you have like a 30 year old who's dating a 50 year old that could be different you know the age age gap it I have very specific like guidelines for that then that's just me <laughs> no I can see I can totally see that I think enemies to lovers is my favorite too I think just because it's such like a basic trope to have in fantasy books because you know me I love the world building and all that stuff which some people don't and I think that when you add that tension between two characters it just like puts the story on the next level yeah yeah and like I said it doesn't have to be like I I absolutely hate you you know it could just be like they just weren't on the same page and then eventually they are on the same page like Rowan and Aelin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say that that's enemies to lovers. Enemies to lovers to enemies to lovers, again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, thinking about, like, the like when we're reading a book, do you have a specific, like, format that you like over another, like, you know, dual perspective or... You know, you know, just I love, like, you know, like I love straight chapters. No, you know, I love a good dual perspective. I think that that's my favorite only because I 
like a lot of people, I don't know, the way my brain works while I'm reading is I can literally see every single aspect inside my head while I'm reading, which is great and not great at other times because, you know, when you're reading something that's like pretty icky, you're like, oh God, please get out of my head. Yeah. (laughs) I like to be able, like when you fall in love with characters, it's so nice to be able to see from each character's perspective, the events of what's going on. No, I agree with you. I like that dual perspective. I much prefer dual over if you have more than just two characters. I think once you have like more characters, it it gets a little complicated and then the story just kind of is all over the place sometimes. Sometimes. It's not always like that, but sometimes. But my my favorite is definitely like dual perspective between like your two main characters. Yeah, and I can even do like a tri perspective if it's necessary, but sometimes I don't saying that I don't like a lot of times when it's like a dual timeline like the future oh yeah that's not my favorite that's not my favorite no yeah that can be confusing yeah for sure like when you're trying to figure out like okay where are we at (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah there has to be some sort of semblance of what's going on I mean a well-written dual timeline is really good but I feel like the majority of them are not so it's kind of hard to like switch your brain back and forth or maybe it's just me I don't know but I definitely like the dual perspective but every now and then it is nice to just read like a straightforward book yeah I mean I I like that too I I think that just in some situations it just works better especially if you have like two characters who are like going after the same thing, but maybe they're not in the same place or uh, obviously they're in the same time, but like maybe not the same place or maybe they're not like in the same like social status. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, dual perspective is probably my favorite too. So as you guys know, we've talked about this in like several episodes that, well, me, I'm I'm a bad influence on Brielle, but (laughs) Because, like, when we get together, we'll be like, let's go to Second and Charles or let's go to the bookstore. And then we walk out with, like, 45 new books and we're like, oh, my God, our TBR cup already has 187 books in it. What do we do? And so we were recently talking the other night because I had gotten Brielle some books for her birthday and you had gotten, like, some gift cards. So you bought some new books and, you know, I had gotten a couple new books. And so we were like, we really need to not buy anything else. So we're officially back on a book buying ban. Yeah, officially, officially, officially this time. Like, no. Because Christmas is coming up. I know. And you know that we're going to get books for Christmas. So we absolutely cannot buy any more books. Kate, can you just tell us, because I know you counted the other day, how many books are sitting in our, like, combined TBR? 32. And how many are in your TBR, your personal TBR? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so I do have a subscription with Illumicrate where I get like a book every month. I haven't read a single one. I've only done it this year. Um, There is a bunch of them that I'm really, I want to read. But I definitely think I might cancel that subscription because, um, well, there's been issues with my books before. And also some of those books I feel like I probably won't read. So I feel like it's just kind of a waste of money. Although I love the beautiful sprayed edges. So I get one of those every month. So I started off this year with... 165 physical books 
at this point of the year, October 30th, 2023, I am at 103 books that I have read this year. Somehow, my TBR list is now at 189. <laughs> <laughs> so I've gained to over 25 uh, or like 20 something physical books. Now, that's not, I, I have put a good dent in that, those physical books because I think I've read, I haven't done as many audiobooks as I thought I did. I think about 90 of my books were physical books. So I've read a lot of books this year that are off my TBR, but I feel like every time I turn around, I have no self, no shelf control. <laughs> and, you know, so I <laughs> buy books. I just, it makes me feel so happy to go into the bookstore. Like, I love the smell. I just love, I just, it's like my drug. <laughs> I can't help it. I know. I don't even have to go to the bookstore. I'm telling you, when I go to Walmart to do my grocery shopping, I like walk down the book aisle and I'm like, oh, look at this book. This wasn't here before. Let me buy it. Yeah, Walmart, people be sleeping on Walmart, but they have a good book section. I know, I know. Like, and that's it's about like fourth wing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got the last two. I know. And they're sprayed edges. The mm-hmm. sprayed edges. Yeah. Yeah, but we we definitely we gotta stop because I'm running out of room. Like I'm gonna have to make a second in Charles just a drop off. No. Because I no. don't, That's I don't. Not the answer. <laughs> the answer is getting a new bookshelf. I don't have any room for another bookshelf. I'm gonna tell you exactly where you need one in your living room downstairs, between your two couches, where the wall comes to a corner. There's nothing there. You could put one of those shelves, like I have in my living room, the corner shelf right there. I definitely could put one right there. Hundred percent. I mean, that downstairs living room, I'm the only one who ever uses it. So, see? Yeah. I just solved all your world problems for you. Yeah, but still, I don't need to buy anything else. Well, because no, not we, right. we, we have books coming. We have pre-orders coming. Like, a lot. Five. We just We just got one. We have two coming in the next two weeks. Oh, I can't wait. <sighs> it never I'm ends. Excited. I'm very excited about, no, I think we have six pre-orders. Um, those don't count as buying books either, just so everyone knows. Because, I mean, even though the money hasn't been withdrawn yet because it hasn't been shipped, technically we already bought those. You know what I mean? They don't count. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, I just remembered, speaking of pre-orders, that, Crescent, that third Crescent City book, I have four of those pre-ordered from different places. Yeah, you're a psychopath. That's ridiculous. You well, need I, to you need to stop that. You can you can literally get the extra chapter on Reddit. And I tried to explain this to you before. Nothing in that extra chapter is going to be like really relevant to the story because not everybody saw it. It's just an extra chapter. It's just for fun. Okay, well, first off, I'm going to tell you this. I I'm fine. I'm not canceling any of my pre-orders because I want them. Secondly, at least one of those I'll give to your dad. So he has the third Crescent City book because I already got him the other two. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, if it wasn't for you, like he would never buy books. Or no, he would buy like those books from Ollie's. From Ollie's. <laughs> and no, he, that's like, not true. No, Uncle John, don't be letting Brielle talk about you like that because he <laughs> does. He is the one who gets those emails from Books a Million and Barnes and Noble and goes and checks out all these new books. Like he just finished the Hurricane Wars, which we literally just saw. He went and bought it. So like he does keep up. Sometimes he keeps us up with what's new. 
Yeah, but he he do be going to Ollie's and he'll buy a book because it looks good and then he'll read the whole thing. He'll be like, I didn't really understand it. And then we'll be like, yeah, that's because it's the third one in the series. <laughs> oh my God, what was that book called that he did that with? And he was like only like 50 pages in. And he's like, it doesn't make sense. And I was like, look at him like, Uncle John, this is the third book in that series. And he read it anyway. <laughs> I know, I know. Because he he's true to like the, the DNF. He's not going to DNF. We must get that from him because he's not going to not read it. Oh, 100%. 100%. But he does he does love a good Ollie's book book shopping experience. <laughs> but every time I've been to Ollie's, like, by y'all, there's nothing there. I'm like, but he does like a lot of those, like, John Grisham, like, things like that, too. I think you and I have influenced him in the way of what he's been reading a lot lately. Yes. Yeah, because he used to read, like, a lot of, like, James Patterson, John Grisham, that, um, I can't think of that, David Balducci. Like, those are good. Those are really good authors. They're just not what we typically read. Well, and he's already read them all. So, and, yes. you know, <laughs> we all love fantasy. So I think we all kind of, like, rub off on each other, which is great. Like, I love that we decided to finally, like, put up or shut up and just decided to do our podcast and you know thank god for both of our husbands being so patient with us because even when we're together like all we talk about is books and i think sometimes they want to kill us but i know i know and nobody else in our family wants to talk to us because we talk about books too much yeah they're like they'll like come out over towards us and they're like oh you're talking about books again (laughs) and i'm like you know if you would have read a book since second grade But hey, you know, I always think about what you say. Yeah, we we spend all this money on books, but we we could be doing drugs and we're not. So I couldn't I couldn't have said it better myself. Say no to drugs, say yes to books. <laughs> the new the new uh Oh my gosh, what's the the dare program? The new slogan. Yeah. <laughs> the new slogan. <laughs> I mean, you know, there are studies that have showed that people that read actually live longer and I'm going to live forever, I guess. Yeah. And you're actually like less likely to develop like dementias. So, I mean, there's, there's a method to our madness. We're staying healthy. Our minds are healthy. Yeah. And you know, when you work in medicine, which we've talked about before, it's really stressful. It's a really stressful job taking care of other people because even when you're not at work, like sometimes I'll think about like, you know, my day. I'm super OCD. So I have like a checklist in my head every day, but I'll think about it and I might, you know, think about it later. Like, oh wait, did I remember to do, you know what I mean? So it's, it's a very stressful job. So being able to just kind of dive into another world is really great. And I'm really proud of us this year, especially for going so far outside of the fantasy genre because it is mostly what we read because we love it. But we really have expanded and read a ton of new authors this year, a ton of different genres. So I'm really excited to see what books we'll read in season two. Yay, season two coming at you next week. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up episode 52. As always, if you liked what you heard, give us a rating on whatever podcast outlet you listen to. And make sure to head over to Instagram and check us out at our underscore weekends underscore book podcast. Again, I'm Kate. And I'm Brielle. Until next time.